Hey fam, this is Farusa. Before you listen to this week's episode, I have a really important announcement. Since the recording and distribution of this podcast episode, the Lasso Frey volcano in St. Vincent and the Grenadines has started erupting. Now, as you know, this is Yurume, the homeland of the Garifuna people. The entire island is being affected, but it's important to mention that the communities closest to the volcano are Garifuna communities. This is a spirituality podcast, so of course, our distant relatives in Yurume are in our thoughts and prayers. But if you're able, please consider donating money or supplies through the links in our show notes. There are also links to follow the situation as it evolves. It's a constantly evolving situation, and this isn't going to end anytime soon. The Garifuna people are a global people, but we must take care of our own in the ways that we can. As we say, Nguyenbu Amorono, I for you and you for me. And now, on to the podcast. I say, why then people want to tell me I know things, then they say they come to you in dream and you don't tell about your dream, talk about your dream that this is what you dream. I say, how will I know that? I did not know that. Then they say from then, anytime you dream, you relate to someone about the dream. It's from there you are going to get the message that we want you all to get. You're listening to Garifuna Sisters Talk Spirituality. Every red light, we're out walking in between cars. We're like, no means no. No means no. And people were like, some people were like, hey, yeah. And other people were like, okay. Good for you. Your first protest. Standing up for the women who can't stand up for themselves because they're dead. Itarla. Itara, Itarla, Itara. Amen. Itara. You know, like in the Garfana Mass, when when it's time to say peace, and it just turns into a party in a family reunion. Hey! Everybody's hugging. Hey, peace, peace. Long time no see, bro. How you doing? How the kids? Listen, Minnesota in twenty years. How the kids? Oh my gosh, the kids grown. They're big now. Oh, I'm in university. Oh my god, that's amazing. What you studying? Oh, you only get fat, but you look good. (laughs) (laughs) You know our people. Mm Mm-hmm. Garfin and mass folks. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bop it's a groove especially when the drums are rolling Ooh. oh man when the drums hit that hits different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we need a drummer on this podcast anyway welcome to Garfina Sisters Talk Spirituality I am Ferosa I'm here with my sister Kylie and this is another episode where we break down different aspects of Garfina Spirituality if you're new to the show welcome the Garifuna people, if you're not familiar, are an Afro-Indigenous group based in the Caribbean and all over the world now, originally from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And we're doing this podcast because it's important to us to learn more about our culture, especially the spirituality aspect of it. So today we have a special guest and we're going to introduce her in a little bit. Kylie Simone, how you doing? EWO. <laughs> you know, we should be speaking more Garifuna on this podcast. What's the response to that again? I'm okay. I'm good. 
Magadiatina. I knew it was an M word. There we go. Magadiatina. You're also fresh off of your first protest. Yes. We had a women's protest stand with Women JA in Jamaica in Halfway Tree, Kingston, Jamaica. Um, we want to reform the Sexual Offenses Act because there's too much rape culture in Jamaica and in the Caribbean in general. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she's yeah. making a face, y'all. She's making the face. We're recording this during Easter. Yes. But this goes out after Easter on Survival Day, otherwise known as Arrival Day, which is celebrated in Honduras, particularly Roatan, Honduras. So happy, happy Survival Arrival Day. Yeah. Arrival Day? Survival Day? Which is I've it? Heard, I've heard some Hondurans call it Arrival Day. I've mm. only ever heard it as Survival Day. But I mean, same thing. We arrived and, and we, we survived. survived amen <laughs> yeah so this episode is very special this conversation that we're about to debut is very 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 special i have so many feelings about it how do you feel about it hmm. so many feelings i hmm so we sat down with miss denise valentine sabal who is an onagale. She is a dreamer. She also sees and hears things and, you know, she'll tell her story. But predominantly she dreams and she dreams messages to deliver to people oftentimes who she doesn't know. And her story is really, I think, it's really the ultimate story of people shoot the messenger. Mm. And it's really difficult to be the messenger. Don't She's shoot the so, messenger, guys. Don't. Yeah, don't. If the spirits, if the ancestors have something to say and you don't want to hear it or you don't like what they said, mm-hmm. don't shoot the messenger. They're just trying to do their job, trying to stay out of trouble with the ancestors. And she talks about that, which is so interesting. But she's so vulnerable about her struggle with her journey. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. I feel like I would... If there was one word I would use to describe her story, I would say it's intense. I feel like it would be intense for the person who is not Garifuna to hear all of the things that she went through and all of the things that she had to put up with and all the things that she overcame. Exactly. I feel like intense is the word for me, but also understandable for many different reasons, but we'll get into that. We recorded this back in January when I was visiting Belize City. We recorded it in her house. We were sharing a microphone. So there are a few strange sounds in the overall audio, but it's totally understandable. It's intelligible. I apologize for some of the blips in the audio. And that's really just because we were sharing a microphone. And this was also our very first interview ever for the podcast. So we really didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. We were hanging out with her, kikiing. And then we were, we're really like, kikiing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, okay, well, uh, we'll hit the record button. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see where this takes us. Yep. And it was a very organic conversation, and you can tell when you listen to it that it's organic. And her personality, her amazing personality just dr- shines through. And when she talks about, I want to get into the first point that I had of the importance of 
<clears throat> having guidance in setting food. And I immediately remember the first time I saw food being set. I think it was a family reunion. I must have been 11 or 12. And I, I asked the same questions that she asked. How? What? Why? Yeah. How? <laughs> how, are dead, how are dead people eating this food? How? How does that work? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and how come I see that the food is ready? How come we can't eat yet? What's yeah. that about? Yeah. <laughs> I that was my young mind not understanding that there's a protocol in a sense to yeah. to setting food and the adults were dealing with that and then the rest of us were kind of just left to be like okay we're just gonna wait until we're given the okay we're given the green light to okay it's our time to eat now but I found it interesting when she said you know in in Hopkins I don't know if it's a Hopkins culture or some people do this and other people don't but the the picking from the food to show that you're not scornful. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always taught, you know, you let the, let the ancestors eat first and then you can eat after. So I thought that difference was interesting. And then the, I didn't know you set food at a dugu as well, but that makes sense yes, when I thought yes. about it. And at the end of the dugu you do. And also at the end of the dugu, the children can pick first. Mm. The children do pick first and then the rest of the food is buried. That makes sense. Yeah. We should do a whole episode on, you know. On setting food, on the protocol. Well, setting food, we have an episode about setting food. Okay. But also an episode about the dugu and what happens during a dugu. Okay. Because the dugu is mentioned countless times, I think, in this conversation. It's Mm -hmm. not really explained. We're not going to explain it right now. Let's just say that it's in, it is a huge family reunion with the living as well as the ancestors. Mm -hmm. We'll just keep it. That's the simplest. For now. That's the simplest explanation. Miss Denise also talks about the consequences of not listening to the ancestors when they come through. Bad things can happen. Let's talk about it. You can get lashed. You can get physically ill. I get sick. Yeah, uh, I get nauseous. But some people get really, really, really sick. And sometimes they go after your loved ones. And there are aspects of this where I can understand why some people would say this must be devil worship because it it can get kind of extreme. And she talks about that and how it's affected in the times where she has resisted. It has affected her family. And I've heard this from other people as well. People who resist the ancestors. Yo, it goes down. I have something to say about that, but I'm also like... How do I say this? I have it written down, but I also, give me a second. So from what I've observed, it seems like it's mostly people that are called, if you've noticed that, it's mostly people that are called that have the most, the most intense spiritual experiences in terms of obedience, and and not listening or not wanting to be called or even sometimes they'll shoot the messenger or not listen to the messenger and then that person will go through their whatever repercussions they go through but the ferudu is also important and that's what i learned that's that that was my main takeaway from this whole go ahead 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say, we both learned that word during this conversation. Ferudu, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Beg for ask it. Ferudu, yep. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think you need it, ask for it anyway. Yeah. For real. It'll save you a lot of stress. And it sounds, it almost sounds like Christianity. Like when you go for confession, you know, you ask for forgiveness just in advance of or even after doing something bad and just be like, you know, God, I am a sinner and these are the things that I've done. And I'm really, really, truly sorry about that. I will try my best not to do it again. I feel like the concept of forgiveness is a universal concept. True. We're human. We make mistakes. We mess up. And when the ancestors ask us to do something and we don't do it, first thing to do, feruru, feruru. I'm sorry, grandma. I'm sorry, grandpa. And that leads me to another thing. So she mentions a lot in the conversation about grandpa and grandma and her great grandmother coming through or coming down or oh my huh. She uses a couple different phrases, which means that someone was possessed and her grandmother or grandfather or great grandfather came through to speak. Mm-hmm. And for our global listeners, I'm not sure if they will understand that lingo that or jar- even that jargon or even her Creole. Right. So Miss Denise beautifully speaks a mixture of English, Creole and Garifuna. And it's beautiful. It's really amazing. I, it is the beautiful. code switch is impeccable. Absolutely. I think in context, y'all will understand Y'all will definitely understand, but that's definitely uh, a warning for our global listeners, our non-Garifuna, non-Belizean folks. But I mean, the emotion is there. Her heart is really in this conversation, and I think it's going to resonate for all the dreamers. Mm. I don't really dream. You dream. Dream work. Let's talk about it. Did you learn about (laughs) dreaming? Everything, From this conversation, I mean? Not really. Everything that she said, I agree with. For sure. It it was more of a confirmation for me of everything that I already knew. Mm. Because when she started talking about dream work as a communal activity in terms of decoding, I felt that because I always share my dreams with you, our mom. Even if we don't talk about it in full detail. The receipt is on the WhatsApp group chat. Listen, (laughs) and I can reference back to it. Hey, remember when I had that dream? There might be a follow-up dream or Mm -hmm. something, and we'll figure it out together what that means. You guys know about almost all, if not all, of my dreams, the spiritual ones anyway, because I could tell the difference between the ones that are spiritual and the ones that are just my subconscious being my subconscious. (laughs) Watching too much Avengers the night before, and then you have like this wicked dream. That's not the answer, sis. That's just your <laughs> that's just overstimulated, <laughs> overstimulated brain imagination. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. that was something that I forgot to ask her whether she can tell the difference. She probably can. She probably can. I've noticed that both Harold and Denise seem to have um, experiences where. A grandmother or a grandparent or 
uncle or someone they know will come to them in a dream, a spirit, a dead person will come to them in a dream and tell them things, usually in Garifuna, and then they wake up and they do the thing that they're supposed to do. But for me, it's more coded. <laughs> it's not that straight up when my dreams are are spiritual. It's more either a premonition or... So it's like images and visions, not someone mm-hmm. saying, hey, give me a bath. Exactly. Set me food. Exactly. Tell your sister to stop fooling around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So sit tight and I hope you guys soak in this conversation with Miss Denise. She has really been through a lot. She goes into how she's been teased, how there are people who talk behind her back saying how everything for her is ancestors. Mm -hmm. And I low-key wonder if that's how I'm coming across to people these days, like on my social media, where they're like, oh yeah, you know, Feroza always talking about her ancestors. But I mean, my ancestors are cool. My ancestors are it's the freaking, bomb. It's freaking survival day. Like, we survive. I'm going to mm-hmm. holla up my ancestors. But for her, you know, um, people have really said negative things. And and it's taken her to emotionally dark places. Mm-hmm. But she is in a place where she accepts, she accepts her calling and she just does it. And I think there are many, many, many lessons in this conversation for all of us. So give a listen. And when you're finished, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Yeah. Show your mama, show your cousin. (laughs) If you have that one friend, I'm that one friend that talks about dreams a lot. If you have that one friend that likes to talk about dreams, I know you have one. Share it with them. Fair warning, Denise's story is intense, and she has a strong personality to match. So strap in for this one, folks, and listen with an open mind. Hi, everyone. We're here in Belize City with... Miss Denise and my sister Kylie. Uh, so yeah, Miss Denise, who yeah. are you and where are you from? Well, I'm Denise from Hopkins Village, but I'm here in Belize City, and I'm 49 years old. So whatever you want to know, I'm free to answer your question. Okay, so you are an Onagulet. Yeah, I'm a, like a messenger on a Yeah, they come to me in dream. They tell me what to do or to deliver message. Or someone will come and say, well, this is what you want you to do. Go to this person and tell them this and that. So many times I didn't do it because hmm. they don't believe in it. Or they say I'm getting crazy. Or they say everything for me is hmm. ancestor, so I back off. But one day my grandfather come and tell me not to listen to what people said, to deliver the message. Long as I deliver it, they're okay because at least they know I already delivered the message. So they receive it. So if they do what they told, if they don't do it, it's up to them. So that's the way I do my things. 
That's really good advice. I think, what was it like for you growing up, Garifuna? Girl, I love it. And I'm still proud <laughs> of my culture. I used to see how my grandmother do things when I was younger. She'll be like, oh, tomorrow is my mom or my grandmother's birthday or my ancestors. Sometimes I used to tell her, so what are you going to do? Set food. Then I look at her. Well, I didn't see them. She said, no, you won't see them. <laughs> I said, but how they eat the food? Then she will explain to me growing up. I oh. Say, oh, so after we eat, set it, then she'll be like, you can eat out of it. Pick out of it so they can know that. You don't scorn them. Mm. That you know, you, you you eat after they eat. So I was a child. I eat too, cause I greedy. I think <laughs> then rest of it that you don't eat, they will take it, dig a hole, and put it in there with the rest of the drinks. Cover it and cover it and smoke over it. I usually ask her why. She said for the spirits. Then I'll be like, oh, okay, so. I learned all that. So when they have like Dugu in Hopkins, I was young, she'll be like, go by the temple, go see more about, you know, how the culture is. So I would go stand up by the window, watch it. I scared, but I want to experience it. So I would go do that. And when I see they chasing people, well, I take off too. I don't go back till maybe the last <laughs> day when they set the food and they say, buy you, buy you. When they set the food middle of the temple, that kids come in and pick. So then I will go and pick over. That's at the end of the dugu. Yeah, right? that will be the yeah. end of the dugu. So I grew up with it, grew up with it till. But it was normal. It wasn't something. No, it special. was normal. Yeah. yeah, it was normal. It was like I take it as a fun, a tradition. Like okay, then she will explain to me at night. She will lay down and tell me, okay, this is it and this is it. So. Then she will give it to me like a story, like how you read a storybook mm -hmm. to the kids. So if my ma my grandmother will yeah. give me that yeah. as a story. I'll be like, oh, okay, so it's real because I already see it in the temple, right? When I see her first doing it, setting food home for the ancestors. So mm -hmm. I ask questions. So growing up, she will tell me, go by the temple and yeah. see more of the tradition. So, And I get to learn it and I love it. I <laughs> Till I experienced it, till one day, I think I was losing my mind too. Like, why this have to happen? What is this? <laughs> okay, so before we, before we get ahead of ourselves, because we want to hear your story for sure. But, so your grandmother taught you all of the things, but the rest of your family, what were they, were they, were they into it? Did they? Yes, they was into it. My aunt into it. The rest of her sister, everybody in Hopkins was into that culture. It's the new generation now don't want to believe in it. Oh. But everybody growing up in Hopkins, mm -hmm. all of them people went to the temple. They went to do this. They went to do that. They never say, ah, I'm not going to, uh-uh. Oh. That was the old people. That's tradition. So they never let it go. So it's the newcomers now be like, so like your children uh -huh, in that generation. Uh -huh. After us, like in my run, we was believed. After me, like kids just don't, they take it like joke or they don't believe in it or this not happen or, you know, they say all kind of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when ancestors get mad now, if you call them papicho, they will show you papicho because when they lash you, that nothing sweet. So I've been what's, through it. What's papicho? Papicho means like you're taking them like a um, like clown. A Fool. Yeah, like a fool oh. clone. You know? yeah. Okay. So if, you, if you take them for fools, they'll make a fool out of you. Yes, then they'll show you what is it. 
You understand? Because oh I see people experiencing when they say, oh, papi cholia. Okay. When they rush you into temple, it's nothing sweet. But when you reach there, they lash mm. you, they, you till you're tired, till you don't even know. You feel sorry for the person. Mm. But they will come out and say, don't be sorry for them because they want to call us papicho. So they teach us. So no new generation, they don't want to believe. That's why most of them last their life. When you tell them that this is what you do, you go, oh, my granny not believe in that. Oh, my pa not believe in that. But they die. They garina go. They come back. There was the one, most of them too, they don't believe in it. And there was the one when they come, they come angry. Yeah. So the kids don't believe in it because you wasn't one who believe in it. So they start to do all kind of stuff. They want mass, you want bad, then sugar or sugar. So sometimes when they come together, they don't come as one. This one pulls out, this one, they throw her work. And when you set this stuff, most of the time they don't receive it because they're the not together. Yeah. The ancestors don't receive Their it. Their ancestors don't receive it because, because this one pulling this way, this one showing her words, this it's not unity. togetherness and they're not believe. So you're giving me something, but you're not giving it with your clean heart. Mm. You understand? Mm. So I won't receive that. So when I ask for a table of food, you don't want it? No, Unwa, give me what do you know? So that's bigger. You understand? Oh. So that's the way how it is. Pull and pull and pull and they're still into it. Mm. But me, I take it serious. If wow. they hurt my kids, oh, I, how, they want this? I run and do what I need to do. So that's the way I deal with it now, girl. Take it really serious, guys. Really serious. So, I pass message. People be like, "Oh, she crazy. Oh, don't believe her." And when it happened to them, they realize hmm, she may did tell we. Mm -hmm. But then I want come out open and say it because I feel like <laughs> they shame. I'm in a situation right now when I yeah. go deliver message. Oh, they put me on Facebook. Then he says she negative. I don't believe nothing what she say. So what I said now, it really sure. I get the message yesterday, what happened? Yeah. So what now? They won't face me to come and say it was true because you already say a lot of stuff about me. Now it's showing. So who look bad now? It's you. Because I was giving the message they was yeah. told me to do. Okay. So I deliver, you receive, and you not do it. By the time you all decide to do it, it's too late. So I'm clear and I'm straight. So I'm still keep on doing my work till when they tell me it's over. If they want me somewhere, uh huh, yeah. you went this way because there is something you know, I'll need to do. I have to be there. Yeah. I can't say I'm not going. I usually say I'm not going, but I feel the pain. So I don't want to be suffer. So I got to deliver and do what they Oh my gosh. Us. Okay, I have a question. Can you negotiate with them and say, like, right now I'm cooking. When I'm finished, I will go. Like uh, that kind of. No, 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 no. When they say do this, you have to do it. And no. if you don't go, you have to ask forgiveness. Because when you reach there, oh, they're not happy with you. Then we want to turn around and say, Ferudu, Ferudu, Ferudu. We have Ferudu. to call for Ferudu. Ferudu, is Ferudu forgiveness. Mm. So we have to ask them mm. for Ferudu for excuse me that nothing go wrong. If something go wrong, we have to ask for Ferudu because they will show we that they're not happy with something. So we have to beg for that Ferudu. So when we beg for that, no, 
So it's up to them if they want to take it or not. So but even if you're busy, like at work or... You when know? you at work, when they want to, you got to fly and left what you're doing. Because they're doing to me before. <laughs> I was wow. at work with taking care of this old man. I needed Johnny Cake to bake that day. Phone call. Then he said, you have to come over here. I said, for what? And they want to see you, girl. I know they found no timing. Uh -huh. They said, no, make the go there and take you. you no, know, take me for what? The old man look at me and say, if you have an emergency, Miss Denise, go. I said, ah, chow, I bake me Johnny Cake. They call again. Come now, you know, you bet. I have to put the Johnny Cake into the refrigerator and run to do what I need to do so I may have to reach. But there is certain thing, like if you at work, they will see if you can go or if you can't. Uh. The last time they called me to the peep, to the person house, I said, but I'm home with them kids. I can't go. No one is here. Okay, that pass. Okay. Because they understand. Usually I'll there. So when I can't, I can't. So that. Okay, next time we'll give you the message because sometimes they have a message to me. I need to be there. So when I told them I can't make it, so they respond, okay, it's okay. okay. One day we'll meet you again to give you the message. So they're not unreasonable. Yeah. They're, they're, they're... they're just, like, if they know you need to reach, you got to go. Mm. But when they know, okay, we understand, mm. you know, certain like if you want to go somewhere, and your schedule is tight. They'll be like, oh, no, worry about it. Your boss will give you the way. Sometimes your boss might not even agree with you at, like, hospital or other places. Mm -hmm. But when you go, it's a boss. Um, I have a, okay, you can take the day. And any days have you or you all day. You will shock, like, why she tell me that? But this never happened so before. Because that's ancestors doing there. Okay, you want to release this. You understand? Oh. Yeah, release them up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so then, so then, at what point did you become um, comfortable, or what experience was it that made you, um, I you know, accept your Onagole title? Well, wait, wait, before that, when were you called as a. When I was when come you, to become to be a. Well. To tell you the truth, I used to dream when I was like 1920. I dream one day they come and they say, drink this coconut water. I look, because the lady told me one day I upstart and it had egg tea and do a nafu. So, nafu means like your spirit, right? So, I upstart. I look at the man and say, drink what? I know I drink that. You crazy? Why do I want to drink that far? So I walk and I meet another man. He said, Denise, you crazy. I said, why you say that? He said, they want you to drink that because they want you to be able. Me never know what the able then. Oh. I tell her really? able to what? Then he tell he was. they wanted me to be like a, um, how you call it? Like a bouye. Oh. I tell her if I will be a bouye, you know, be sweet <laughs> because when I go crazy, I might kill a lot of people. <laughs> that I tell the man in a dream. <laughs> when I get up, I say, Hey, why they mean they want me to be able? They people crazy. Oh, no, no, want me to be able. <laughs> that was then I was 20. Yeah, I was, yeah, but 20 years old. I got that dream. Then from there, I start to dream them people. I say, why them people come? I'm getting crazy. What the heck is going on here? So 
Sometimes I like I see them play nine with them. We did do this. In the dream. Yes, in the dream. So I start to talk to people and tell them, hey, older people, I dream this. Till one day when we have a mass in Hopkins for my grandmother niece that my grandfather come out. At my aunt's house, we have another one before to Hopkins. Then when my cousin was starting to faint when the spirit come in, I'm standing in the corner because I'm still kind of jumpy with this situation. When they holler and say, I know about things. Now look at me in this stuff. Me. Me don't know nothing. They say, yes, you do. I say, why do people want to tell me I know things? Then they say they come to you in dream and you don't tell about your dream. Talk about your dream that this is what you dream. I say, how will I know that? I did not know that. Then they say from then, anytime you dream, you relate to someone about the dream. It's from there you are going to get the message that we want you all to get. So anytime I dream now, I will be like, hey, I, this way I dream, this way I dream. When I saw the dream, they look at me, they say, behind me back, I'm getting crazy. Everything for me is answer. So I stopped. I used to walk around with knife in my purse because I ready to kill someone because they're talking bullshit about me. So when we went to Hopkins, my grandfather, great-grandfather come and he said, well, I was ready to take off too. I don't want to part of it no more. I said, I don't do this. Uh -huh. We don't cook. We don't set so I could go. I was trying to jump over the railing. Then I hear my name. How was that, Denise? While breeze blow, rain come down. I was like, huh? I have to turn right back inside. He look at me. Say, call her. Everybody holler for me. Denise, they want you. I said, oh, Lord. Okay. Uh-huh. Grandpa. He said, you may do me sahel and you did dance, they do this, do that, but I drink the sahel. He said, um, so what that the problem? I tell him, Grandpa, I tell the people with me name. So that's how you rock around with knife. So you want kill. So you want go to jail. I tell him, no, Grandpa. He said, take the knife. You don't want to kill nobody. You do what we ask you to do. If we dream, we come to you in dream, you relate the dream. If they listen, fine if they don't want to do it at least we know you do it so leave them to me don't worry about what they say we i will deal with them so from then i that learned was, that was and that was it i didn't hear my name denise this denise that denise that like everything may calm 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 so when they come to me i would call the elderly okay this is what i dream because he tell everybody at the place when on a dream you put the dream together and you will get the message so usually when I dream, I would call one of my cousins. Girl, that's how I dream. Then she have a book with the name. Okay, that this name so. Oh, that this when we went to temple. I went to temple inside of temple when I was 48 years old. Yeah, 48. Yeah, 47 was the first time I entered a temple. To real fugo dance inside the temple. And don't worry wow. too, I'm running around hiding in there. And they cut, they come straight to me. I see the lady going this way. I tell one of my friends, let's go this way. By the time we stand up, she just hold me on our chest and check us. I don't know, do play around, run around. Girl, I don't know if I piss her, she's missing that day. And the lady look, 
and she was my great great grandmother she said this is what i want <gasps> you to do for me i want you to dance well girl that well me body make fun well i shake till i tired i shake <laughs> and i said never again why they do me this and she gave me one message that i can reveal so I danced till that temple done. Cause that's what she wants me to do. So I danced till it wow. done. Wow. Yes. Till the temple over. <laughs> so they don't do nothing wrong to me, mm -hmm. right? So I have to do what they ask me okay. to do. Yeah. To obey them. heads up when yes, you were 20 yes, um, yeah they did but they didn't make you no they didn't because that's why they say i was the other man come to me and tell me i should have drink the coconut water uh. but i won't drink it i'm, I'm stubborn so yeah so that time they don't want to must say hard on me since i'm young and wasn't the thing wasn't ready. that too yeah till when i'm older I'm getting older, I'll be like, damn, I'm not feeling good. Then I feel my body like, you know, I'm tired. I was like, what is going on? Then I would tell people, what's happening to me? Then they say, you got wrong, rub up yourself, talk to them. And I would rub myself. I say, whatever I do wrong, I was like, oh, no, please forgive me. So a couple of days, I will be eased. Then I say, oh, look like that. Then you know what? I need to stop to be stubborn and start to let me. So there mm. I go. I start to go back. <laughs> okay. So you have dreams. Yeah. You also see spirits mm -hmm. and you also hear them. Yep. When you see them, do they look like you and me? Or do they, how do they? No, some of them, they come like short. When they come small, then when in the dream you see them like when they was real alive mm, okay. i would see my grandmother like when my grandmother used to be grandmother i would see some old people who they'll be like hey that's a grandpa hey i know you hey in the dreams so are excited i know them but i realize they're dead mm -hmm. but i see them just like they're still on the earth mm -hmm. just like how they was anytime i dream my grandmother right at her house in hopkins the way how he's situated, yeah. the house and the kitchen, walking to the beach or whatever beach. Yeah. I always dream it the way how we was used to be when she was alive. Right. Anytime I dream her. But when she comes to the house, I see her just the same. Just the same. Okay. Just, the same. Okay. just like when you go to Dugu, one mm -hmm. day my grandmother showed herself to my aunt at, by the temple. She going to use the bathroom. She went by herself. She was kind of crazy. She was, yeah, herself, she right? didn't know that. She said she see yeah. her mom going her back with hers. She said, hey, ma! And she ran back into the temple. So <laughs> they show themselves to you as, as you know them. There is no difference. They come to you just like how they're living. Yeah. So anytime I dream my grandmother, just like how I know her, there is no difference. She'll come to me just like, and when she, then he's like, ma, uh -huh, just like how when we was living. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> That's beautiful. But you dream more than you see? Or yeah, is it just I dream them, when I dream them a lot, sometimes I dream one, more than one time. Mm. 
sometimes every other night they will like if they want to relate to a message they will come to me like the dream i have the other day after we went and do that setting and that bath in belmopan the lady come to me hold my hand and i hold her hand like natural like mm -hmm. like i'm alive like she alive mm -hmm. and we just like we walking like normal person and i look at her she look at me and I asked her, what is your name? And she tell me, then yeah. she tell me, well, they're sending me to check on you. Uh, and I was like, thanks. But who sent you? Then she called the name and she told me to continue talk to the person. But I do not know the person. But they give me that message, so I will do it to see what this person wants. If he want to come reveal a message for me to deliver or to come reveal himself who is him if he's my family. So I'm doing it till when the time comes, one day he will come. When I was at San Pedro, I dream a man come to me. He's in full khaki, like police. they real khaki clothes. He come and he tell me he want to eat some tapo. I say, okay, but no fish, no meat. He said, just tapo with a cup of hot tea. I said, but who is house? And I pulled the chair in the dream, set the tapo and the tea where he want. And he sit down and eat. And when I get up, I say, oh, oh, who this now? So when I wake up in real life, I cook the tapo and the tea and set it for him because that's what he wants. So he asks me for it. I give it up to now. I don't know him. But when he's ready, he will come and reveal one day to tell me I was the one you cooked the tapo to. So they don't come right away. They take time first. They let you wonder. I wonder who that person. I wonder who. One day when you forget about it, then they will come and say, this is me. Just like how I be crying. I want to know who is my grandfather from my mom's side. Who is this man? I really want to know how he look. When I don't look out for him, that then he come show himself to me. Yeah. See him playing, sit down like a regular person alive, sitting on the table, watching me in my bed. Who this man? I don't know. Uh, I wake up and say, huh? One man could watch me, don't know who he, he don't say, A no B, just look straight in at the bed, on, straight on my face. But I see, yes, plain. Then couple days after, I dream my grandmother and I tell her, one man could look for me, but he look like one, one <laughs> mafia, one devil, he black. She asked me, describe, and I describe him to her. She didn't tell me up to now, that's my grandfather. That when I find out, I say, oh, was my grandfather. They say he was so dark. Why didn't he tell me it's me, my granddaughter? He just, they just let you figure it out. Figure it out who it is. That's why they say when you dream, talk about it. Then people be, oh, that your grandpa, old people are, the new one will, when we sit down and talk, they'll be like, okay, this is the man. Oh, that your grandfather, that's your mom, dad. I say, that's him. I say, oh, I used to say I really want to see that man for real. So he could show himself when it's time. Not when I'm ready, when they're ready. So I have a lot of experience with all that. <laughs> it seems like dream work is very community-based. Mm -hmm. It's not just for you to receive mm -hmm. and process. It's better when you tell people. And then together as a community. The community, yeah, who believe then you, will put it, you put it yeah, together. Put together that's what they say. When you all dream, you all sit down and Definitely. talk about it. It's from the dream you are going to get the message. If they don't come to you through a person, a live person, let them home and have somebody, okay. make they give you the message while they only hand you the day. Okay, your grandpa come, grandpa say do this. So if they don't do that through that, 
they still do it through the dream. Mm -hmm. They will come and tell you, oh, I ain't got a tune. Like how when someone passed for me, he come and he said, tell them I want me mass. So mm -hmm. I delivered the message. But they didn't do it. Because they don't believe. You understand? But at least I deliver it. Complain, he come and tell me. So you standing up there and tell me what you want. So I'm going to tell your kids, your family, this is what the person said. To told you guys this what he wants. Or this what she wants. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all different way they bring message to you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. My experience with uh, with my son, Jerry. I call him at night. I tell Jerry, where are you at? I'm walking. That time they was having shooting here in Belize. He coming way from behind hospital the night, midnight. I tell him, what the hell are you doing on the street? And they're shooting people around there. Mm -hmm. Then one other voice come. Dennis, don't worry about your logo, Jerry. When you logo, Jerry, say to Jerry, but that's one other voice. I say, but who I did talk to? I say, wait a minute. That can't be the happen. Jerry, where you at? Mima, are you okay, you know? I said, but somebody else, they talk by your phone, that who? Mm -hmm. He said, that uncle. I said, huh? I could figure that that. He said, my, don't reach home, you know, we save. Then the person said again, man, yeah, boom. That was my aunt husband who passed away. He was with my son. And he was talking through the phone and he already passed away. Because my son was in Owehani at the same time he was Owehan at the same wow. time and the ancestors coming talking to me through the phone because I was worrying about my son wow. having shooting around and the area where he going that day they shot two person that night and my son reached then he said Jerry and I know that somebody else so I said Jerry but somebody else with you he said no man by myself I said no man somebody else with you because here one man voice said make I not worry about you and our edible man and that Garifuna. He said that grandpa, that uncle there with me. I said, huh? They could talk too. So I experienced that they can talk over the phone and they can text. So it's more than one time it, it happened. I said, but then old people don't know about text, but they can text you and talk to you over the phone. Yeah, it happened to us many times. <laughs> wow. I'm making the same face Can as you Can you see my face? Like, I'm what? like shocked. <laughs> so do you feel this whole conversation? You don't feel <laughs> okay. Have you felt first? Crazy. Yes, first. Not, okay. not anymore. I'm okay. straight. Like how my grandfather told me. You're not getting crazy. You okay. You just deliver the message. You're not getting. Sometimes I lay down and I cry. Sometimes in this room I bawl. I say I did dead. What's wrong with me? I'm okay. Sometimes I pick up the phone and call my cousin, Dr. J. I did get crazy. She said, what happened? Cause no, you know, they get crazy. Sometimes she will come over, calm me down. Until when I reached to that mass and when my grandfather told me that it's not that it's natural. Yeah. So from then, so that's the way some of these, some of them, the people say, oh, you're getting crazy. Or they got a lot to say about you, but they didn't know what you're going through. Sometimes you're frustrated. Sometimes like I would want to kill myself, but I can't because the ancestors is around to hold me down. 
That's why they come and say you're not getting crazy and don't listen to what people say. So that's what I did. So I'm straight now. So when I want to deliver, I straight up. Yo, you for do this, you know. <laughs> uh -huh. If you not do it, you depa you own, you know. I don't give you the message. So you could say I create a damn. So I straight now. I'm not scared no more. Cause they tell me then they round me and nobody can touch me. So I straight now. I deliver. <laughs> so when I do my leading to no one deliver, they lash me. So I tired I get lashing, so I deliver. So that's the way it is. It's not an easy thing, but when you put your heart and soul that wow. you don't want to get hurt, you are look at your kids. You don't want them to hurt your kids because I ignore it many times when my grandmother says she want this. Oh, I forget about that. I dip on good time and I didn't make money. Well, when they showed my daughter, I wake up. I say, oh, eh, 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 eh. I send what they need to do to my grandmother and she receive it and everything from then because I noticed that if you don't listen to them too they go to your child that the one you love uh, they went to attack your child they went to attack someone who you love so if you believe in it even if you not believe you have to do what you got to do because you don't want your kids to hurt mm -hmm. so that's the way they do it they hurt who you love yeah, yeah. so do your children I don't know. Any of your children also an onagule? Ebu? No, no, none of them. It's just me. They're just protecting over them. But, you know, like them, they believe in it because from young, while they was in states, I would set for my grandmother. I would tell them, come bring this or bring that. But when my son was two years, three years old, I set for my grandmother one day with her, her rest of the crows. And he come and he jump off the chair. He said, mommy, they're gone. I was like, who, Papa? Grandma, gone. I was like, okay then. But I didn't believe it till one day coming dream. They say, remember your son tell you one day you gone? We told him to tell you we gone, we finish. So the other day, I said, well, why Sabina run? She was, Sabina was two, Wilson was three. She run to the door and opened the door. I tell her, don't open that door. Move away from that door. Then they told me that one of the ancestors coming late. Mm -hmm. So she heard him knock on the door. So she went to open door. But I told her she will not open it. Mm -hmm. So they tell me that one of the ancestors was late, but he come in. So when they done, they tell Wilson to tell me yeah. that they finished eat. There was young. Wilson was three. Sabina was two. So children can see. Yeah, when they come to them, they can see them. Kids who see spirits. Some kids who like, they can see spirits. Because when I was with my son, he usually, when we sit down, I eat, Mommy, don't sit down there. I said, why? My friend is sitting down there. I said, watch out. Tell your friend to get out of here. I was sitting on him. So you know how some kids, they got some imaginary. But it was a real boy. Our lady come and she told me there was a child was killed around the apartment where we was living, not Carolina. So when the lady come to my house to check my house, was spiritual lady, she said, yeah, there is a little boy up and down here. Your son close with him. He's his friend. I was like, wait a minute. Uh-uh. She said, yes. When he told you don't sit there, his friend want to eat, he's he going to give him food, he see him. That's why Wilson wasn't sleeping in his bed. Cause they let Wilson let the child sleep in his bed because the child's soul was wandering. But he didn't harm my son. 
So the lady pray and smoke up in there and tell, send him away mm. to go rest. And from then I never hear Wilson up to know say see me friend there. So that then I start to believe that he see things when he was younger. I am <laughs> in awe. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff. There will be a lot of people that they have different stories, you know, experience what they go through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everybody got their different. So yeah. that's my experience. Yeah. Because so. Kylie dreams. I don't dream. I hear. They come in dreams, they make you see it sometimes it's the, the, the way how the person is light for you. Okay, here we go in now. Dale huwaliba when you light. Le huwali yeah. Yeah, when you light for them that they come easy to you. If they can't come to you easy way, Lu Bonweha, they wanna come to you in dream. If they not come to you in dream, they wanna come to you like you hear voice. Yeah. Different. Yeah, different how they yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So when I dream one time when my cousin died in Hopkins, I was at the pier. They look at me, they say, Aha, Bugia better Lu Bonwe. I was like, huh? She said, You was the one to death. But you know what dead again. We wanna take this one. Hey, I jump out of the dream, I run out of the bed. My cousin said, Why you run? They say, I'm a dead girl. What? Then I did tell her, but why would not care? And if she picked me, they said that she forgot. Girl, that was a dream I never forget. I start to have shitnings and shitnings. I tell my cousin, I was dead, I was dead. They tell you, you know, I'm dead. They're not dead. They tell you, they know they carry you. They're not time for you to go yet. So they left you and carried that one. Mm -hmm. And my cousin in one time, because she may have, I think, cancer. Yeah. You know how some Garifuna people think this is devil worship? Wow. Yeah. But it's not. Don't better don't say it's, that. I'm not, okay. no. I'm not saying that it is. Yeah. But when you talk when you talk about yeah. that they will take your child or do something to your child, like that sounds mm. very extreme. Yeah, because certain things they send you message and they send they send you ignore it. So okay. So you are ignore us. Okay, we're gonna break your heart. Mm. And when you throw words, oh we're you this, you that. Then they say, okay, the one who was your breadwinner. Like if one of my kids say, okay, I'll pay my mom rent. I'll do this for my mom. Then I'm going to start to say what I got to say. You don't realize that that ancestor is watching over your child. Who feeding you, who taking care of you. So you're going to disrespect me. So since you're going to disrespect me, I'm going to take your breadwinner. So they took the child who was there for you. Now who had broken now? Because you disrespect me. In what you're saying, then you went go show your word, show, show, but you didn't know I was there for your child, protecting her. So that's the way how they do things, too. Yeah, sometimes when they're living, you be like, Why they not take the one way, no listen, huh? Why, they, why this one? They, even when they was listening, they say, Why you are real up there? Why don't we? Re no, that's not so they do it. They said, you, so your days mm. will come. So when they tell you because do something, you do it. No, look at that one where no listen, her days will come. Just like when they're living. When I used to say, why me? Everything that me. They said, no worry. Then they will come. And that's true. So it, it's like real life. They're still teaching us and most of us still not living and listening to what they're sending the message. So you don't don't till they take what is gonna hurt you. Yeah.
So that's what happened. Yeah. People don't listen until they feel. Okay, there is one last question, but that's an easy one. Is there anything else you want to tell Garifuna young people who are at the beginning? Or trying to understand. Well, the point is, the, my advice to them, first, our culture is a rich culture. Because Garifuna dual, Garifuna, Rasa Risiti, Rasa Hanishuguti, Rasa Kisiawat, Aba Rasa Gayara Guatilungu. We rich, we got we own food, we own culture, and we have our clothing and our language. So Garifuna is a rich culture. Nineteenth yeah. of November is our celebration day. Yeah. We got our culture. We got our farm. We got we baruru we got we culture that is rich. So I like tell them don't show our language. Uno proud of uno language. Don't shame of our language. Continue rise our culture, mm-hmm. especially the new youths, because you all will benefit. You understand? Mm-hmm. You can go farther with your culture. So don't let it finish. Anywhere you go, there is a Garifuna. They used to say Garinago people don't see. Garinago people not this. They got father who am Garifuna. They got liar. They got doctor. Any nation who did their Garinago is in it. That's true. So they can't put we down, even if they used to call we Kerobi Salthead. Mm-hmm. The woman are there fighting for the Kerobi man, like how they say. That's true. So the Garifuna man is top of the line, just <laughs> like the Garifuna woman is top of the line. <laughs> so don't be ashamed of your language. Mm-hmm. The more you study about your language, the more you find the richness of the Garifuna people. And the spirituality. And we culture with the temple, the dugu, the mass, the batin. Don't let no one fool and tell you that not exists or that devil. Uh-uh, that's not devil. That's our part of our culture. Our ancestors was beaten, whatever they go through to come and settle and do this. That's why we have the culture. So why not we will want to throw it away? Don't be ashamed of it. Creole people, they can't wait till when punta. As you play that drum for far, you hear that drum singing from even if you don't want to move your foot, you move it. When Garifuna day, Creole people dead more than we Garinago people. We went mm-hmm. and go wash it up. We want hudut. All they was calling us Kerobi Salted. Mm-hmm. No, they're crazy for our culture. They're crazy <laughs> for our food. They want the Garifuna. I want my Garifuna suit too. Even the kids, when they're doing the culture at school, you see kids, they love the Garifuna stuff. Mm-hmm. So we need to up- continue uplift our culture yeah. and not bring it down. So Creole people used to got us for down, but the old ancestors, don't let them. Even if they say, look at the Kerobi de Cossel, Darara. Look at the Kerobi de Cossel. But what? Sell mango. They don't let themselves down. They uplift themselves more when they call in Kerobi. So we need to continue do that. Peace and love. I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to you to be Garifuna? 
Well, to tell you the truth, I am proud to be Garifuna. I run to be Miss Garifuna. I run first when I run, I was Miss Holy Ghost in Tanguiga. Then from there, I run to Miss Hopkins. Then I was the one really? to win Miss Garifuna Belize picking of Miss South, but they thief me and they give Miss Dangrega. So, and I'm still proud to be Belize. I love my culture. I teach my kids my culture. I talk to them about it. This is this, and I teach them. So they can go up and say, oh, this is my mom culture. Maybe one day they will say, oh, we read about it. Or maybe one day they find your research, how you do. Oh, yes, I know. So that's the way it is, and that's it. I'm proud to be a Garifuna. Anywhere yeah. I go, I talk my language. Sometimes I'm at work, I talk to my boss. Hey, no matter young Then she'll look at me. Miss Denise, you did talk Garif. Oh, sure, I forget. When I'm downstairs, Miss Mar, hmm? Denise, I tell you, I don't understand that language. Oh, Lord, I don't used to be around Garifuna. Okay, make I go upstairs at my house. Oh, one last question. When they speak to you in your dream or when they come into your house, is it Garifuna or English? You've been listening to Garifuna Sisters Talk Spirituality with me. Kylie Simone, and my sister, Feroza Cayetano, featuring Miss Denise Valentine Sabal. If you enjoyed our show, introduce a friend and show them how to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Garifuna Sisters Podcast, and you can email us at garifunasisters at gmail.com. This is an ongoing conversation, so feel free to send us any questions or comments through the Anchor app or dropping us a message through our email or social media. Until next time. Thank you, Boma. Thank you.